Happy New Year, everybody. It's Noah here. Hope that your 2021 is off to an incredible start. I'm so excited about what's going to happen this year. And I'm so excited about what's going to happen this year on this podcast. That's the All Our Ways podcast. Hopefully you knew that that's what you were listening to. If not, welcome to the show. I'm really excited that you're here too. Uh, Up until this point, The All Our Ways podcast has been, for the most part, interviews of some really incredible guests. And if you haven't listened to all of the episodes that have been put out to this point, I'd highly encourage you to go back, give them a listen. There were some really life-changing thoughts delivered from some really incredible, dynamic guests. Um, But right now, today, this episode marks the beginning of season three. And in season three, we're going to do a little bit of a change up, a little bit of a curveball. We're kind of changing the content of these episodes to a little bit shorter episode lengths where we focus on really practical parts of our lives as Christians. And so I'm really, really excited to dive into some uh, topics that have been submitted to you guys through my Instagram and uh, just dive down and talk about the practicality of following Jesus. I think that these conversations will be helpful and uh, hopefully add value to your life as a follower of Jesus. Uh, I think we can all learn something from it. And so before we jump into today's first episode of season three with my wife, Maddie Heron, coming on to talk with me about intentional relationships. Before we do that, I have to give a huge shout out to our season three podcast sponsor, my good friends over at Elevated Faith. If you do not know about Elevated Faith, I highly encourage you to go check them out on Instagram or on their website that's Elevated Faith. They make all sorts of incredible Christian merchandise, everything from clothes to bracelets, everything in between, and it's uh, it's really, really good stuff. Um, spreads the message of Jesus, and you get to look dope at the same time. I don't know a better win-win than that. It's pretty good. Um, also, you can get a discount using our podcast code, which is just NOAH, N-O-A-H, and then the number 20, two zero. So go check out their stuff. Use the code NOAH20. I think that gets you a 20% discount. It's already priced really fair, so it's a great deal. Go check it out. Tell them we sent you. Elevated Faith, incredible. So today, we're going to dive into a conversation between my wife Maddie and I that I actually hit on a little bit in my book, Viral Jesus, which you can check out on Amazon if you're interested in. Um, But it's really a deep dive into this idea of uh, intentional, deep, friendships, deep relationships. How do you have them? What's the sign of a good one? How do you tell the truth in love? How do you love to tell the truth? (laughs) How do you do all of it? It's all really important when it comes to our relationships, our friendships. And so uh, without further ado, let's dive into my conversation with my wife, Madison Heron. What are we going to talk about, babe? Friendships. Why can't we be friends? What is this Spongebob song? Why can't we be friends? F is for friends who do stuff together. R is for you and me. Oh no, that's the fun song. That's the fun song, not the friend song. We just sounded real stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. All right, well, we want to talk about friendships. I feel like 
when it comes to Christianity, when it comes to following Jesus, the relationship that gets all the love is the romantic relationship. Everybody wants to talk about finding Mr. Right, finding Mrs. Right, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Nobody really talks about friendships and most of your relationships are not romantic. So we want to talk about friendships. Maddie, I'm gonna brag on her for a second, is one of the best friends I've ever seen. She's extremely good at relationships. And so I think that she's probably gonna carry this conversation. I'm more so here just to kind of make random noises and sound effects. Um, But yeah, so uh, when I met Maddie, one of the things that really attracted me to her um, as a person was how good her friendships were. She grew up with a group of friends that were friends since the first grade, this like massive group of like 12 girls, right? There's like 15. 15 <laughs> girls and they've all been really good friends since the first grade. And I was like, Are, you're joking, right? Like, like I thought that she meant like they were all acquaintances and kept up with each other. No, no, no. They are friends that are so tight that they have a text message thread that dings, probably it would be conservative to say 100 texts a day. Um, I would also say that they have get togethers even though they don't all live in the same state. Probably four, five, six times a year. Every holiday, (laughs) there's things going on. It is just insane, but I love it because it just shows that good friendships are worth it. And so um, I wanna start by saying Maddie, What do you think makes a good friend? I think that it involves both truth and love. Um, And I think that that's like the two biggest components of why my current friendships, once you're talking about, have stayed so close. Hmm. Just because like we have all known what we've all gone through, all of the mistakes that we've made because we have all made mistakes. And we've all made what we would probably consider mistakes that aren't lovable Mm. or worth um, being forgiven, I guess. And um, they've been met with like truth and also love. Um, And I think that that's why we've stayed such good friends is because that like, we're not afraid to tell each other in a loving way, Mm. hey, I want to bring this up because I know this isn't really who you are yeah and I wanted I don't want you to stay in that place because I love you so much and I know you can be better yeah and I think that that's just so attractive in a friendship those are the people that like you want to draw near to and also fun we just all have wait wait, wait. pause right there because before you get to the fun stuff because I think the truth and love thing is so good and what you just said about like wanting friendships um, where people are truthful with you, even when it's not always easy to like say, you know, calling someone, not calling them out, but yeah. being like, hey, this isn't you or you're better than this. I feel like I've heard so many people actually say that that is important in a friendship, but very few people actually like it when people do that to them. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, oh yeah, very like true. that is like something that's so important, but then no one likes that. So how do you like, okay, just being fully honest, I think for me, even with some of my closest friends, if someone called me up and they were like, hey bro, I don't see this as something that's you, whatever it is, I think that my first reaction would be kind of defensive. I'd be like, oh, like they don't know what they're talking about. Like they're, whatever. How do you become a person that actually can be a good enough friend to receive that truth? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think one, it depends on like when you're 
so when I'm talking about these friendships that give you like truth and love, I think you also have to respect the person enough. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be able to look at their life and know that like what they live for kind of like aligns with like you as well, like what you believe in. Yeah. Um, just because sometimes someone else's truth might not be the best truth if what your beliefs are don't align. Yeah, Does that true. make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so as, as a follower of Jesus, let's just stick with that because yeah. I think most people who listen to this are followers of Jesus. Yeah. So if, assuming that their friends believe the same thing, it's still hard though sometimes, yes, right? Yes, so, it is definitely hard. But I think that it kind of, with everything in life, like I believe this before a relationship with um, the opposite sex, like a spouse or anything. I also think this is so true when it comes to a friendship. Like you cannot have any any type of relationship at all that can be really healthy unless you have a relationship with the Lord. Um, just because I think when you have a relationship with the Lord, there comes this like confidence with it. Like a grace. Yeah, it's like a grace. Yeah, exactly. It's a grace. And so um, something for me is how I, and I can honestly, like right now, if you ask me actual examples, even up until the age I am right now, it's 27, I have specific friends. Wait, you're 27? Yes, I'm 27. Oh, okay. Um, She's that, older than me. Sorry, yeah. this has nothing to do with friendships. Yeah. Keep going. Um, I have specific moments right now and friends that have no problem at all um, reaching out if they've heard something or saw me act a certain way or honestly even post something that they didn't think was in alignment with really who I am and what I believe. Yeah. Um, and I think because... I trust that person mm. because I've known them. Maybe you trust that person because they first showed you that they loved you, going back to what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, like they cared for me. Like they were there. Mm. They were there in some of my like darkest moments when I was sad or whatever. And sometimes I think just being there for somebody first before you try to tell them what they did was wrong yeah. or just trying to pour like truth into, which is important. But I think sometimes just like being a friend, yeah. like being there for somebody and to the point of being like, I'm not going anywhere because I care for you yeah. um, and I believe in you. I think that is like so important and that builds trust. So I, I guess all that to say is if you trust somebody mm. enough, then you know where their heart is, like where it's coming from. It's out of care and love that they want you to be better. So then it's easier to say like, they're not just trying to tear me down or hurt me. They're trying to actually make me a better person. Yeah. So if I think it's fair to say that it's easier to accept truth from someone, hard truth, when you first know the depth of their love for you, Yeah. which as someone who wants to be a better friend, as someone who wants to have better friends, what that means to me is that I have to be intentional enough in my friendships to make sure that I can get to a level of friendship through love Mm -hmm. that when I do have to speak truth to a friend or when a friend has to speak truth to me, that my first thought is not to get defensive. My first thought is, man, this person really loves me. I know this because of our friendship. So now I need to take what they're saying seriously. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I also think too, like it all goes back to like when you're in their position, like I always try to put myself in someone else's shoes, like in that moment. And that helps 
Um, me personally take the defense part away. Yeah. Um, just because like I'm thinking, okay, if they did whatever I did or said something I said and I cared about them, I would want to tell them and that's just what they're doing to me. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. That's good. Um, something that I think is also super important when it comes to friendships, which I think all of this relates obviously with good friendships, but getting people that... Um, aren't exactly like you because I'm not gonna grow if I got another me I'm just gonna stay exactly where I am yeah. um, And so having people that kind of think a little bit differently than me that get me outside my comfort zone those kinds of things And Noah does an incredible job like when I have met the people in his life um, like his friends like people that he like either mentors or people that mentor him Oh my gosh, like he I've never seen someone our age that is like even really good friends Sorry for my older people out there. I mean, no disrespect, but Noah is honestly like really, really good friends with people even in like their 60s and their like 50s and just very like different than him. So I was gonna ask you like, what does that look like? And how do you have friendships? How do you maintain all of the friendships that don't really like look like you? Yeah, well, thanks. I think um, a big thing with that is like, I've been really fortunate to be around a diverse group of people um, just from circumstance, doing what we do. We're around a diverse group of people all the time. And so it is allowed diverse friendships, whether that be color of skin, age group, whatever. Like we have diverse friends just by happenstance almost. We didn't even intend for that to happen. It just happened. But I have heard, you know, coming out of 2020, where there was so much racial division, there was uh, so much division in general, I've heard people use the excuse of like, well, I don't have a whole lot of blank friends because I am not around, blank, whether that is black friends, white friends, Hispanic friends, or older friends or younger friends. And I think that that excuse is horrible. I, I really do. Like, I think it is such a bad excuse. And I think that we have to eliminate that from um, our way of thinking. If you want different friends, you have the power to make different friends. And so if you're not lucky enough to be around a diverse group of people, then figure out a way to be around a diverse group of people. Um, I think the church even goes through this. I know we're talking about friendships, but there's a lot of church, a lot of churches who want a more diverse church. And so uh, the solution to a more diverse church is to go make black friends or to go make white friends, right? A solution to not having a diverse friend group is the same solution. Go make black friends, go make white friends, go make old friends, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I love making friends with uh, lots of different people because I think it makes me a better person to know um, and experience all these different things that people have to offer. I think where I struggle sometimes is to stay intentional with a busy schedule. And that's something in 2021 that um, I think Maddie and I both are really trying to make time for. If you are not making time for friends, it's not that you're ju just missing out on community and all the great things that come with friendships. I actually believe that you're missing out on an experience with Jesus, with yeah. God. Um, I know in our lives, our friends, a lot of times sound like the voice of God. 
Uh, God uses friendships to speak into your life. God uses friendships to encourage you in really low moments. Mm -hmm. uh, God speaks in lots of different ways. It's not just through the Bible, although that is an extremely important way that he speaks. It's not just through prayer. But like that's how you actually can like differentiate his voice yeah. versus the world's voice is the Bible. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to interject that. But God also speaks through friends. Like yeah. I've used this example before, but for David in the Bible, when it was time for him to become king of Israel to step into this huge calling. Um, God did not send him an army. He didn't send him a boatload of cash or uh, a bunch of followers on Instagram. God sent him a friend named Jonathan. And I think that sometimes we underestimate the power of friendships in our life, not just as like, oh, that's my buddy, but like, oh, that person is actually making me more like Jesus. And so friendships really should be one of our top priorities in life in general. And I believe if you are single, um, there should be absolutely no excuse at all. I know that might sound harsh, but introvert, extrovert, there's other introverts out there and there's other extroverts out there. Um, there is absolutely like no excuse. Your singleness is the most perfect time in your life to have some of the best friendships you will ever have yeah. and to start them there so that when you are married, they are still walking like with you through a different season and all of that. I just yeah. think personally that's like super, super important. Yeah. Um, Why can't we be friends? We can be friends. Make <laughs> it happen. Okay. Last part of this podcast. We're going to wrap it up. Last part of the... Okay. Last part of this session. Uh... I want to wrap this up right here, right now. Maddie, give us a couple quick takeaways on how we can have better friendships this year. Oh, um, okay. Number one, I think quality over quantity. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that is sometimes you can look at a group of people, um, and I know y'all might say, well, that's easy for you to say because like Noah said, you have 15 friends. Okay, but I've also moved to two different states since we've been married, and I've also had to learn how to make new friends mm. um, that I haven't known my whole life. And that's harder as you get older. Yeah. But something that I think is so important, um, instead of trying to be like in a group of friends, like when you see people like, I just want to be a part of that group. Yeah. I think you need to find one friend at a, like, at a time. If yeah. it's more than that, that's awesome and that's great. But I think if you're trying to make friends, find a good friend that you can build that like relationship with first yeah. and then worry about growing like that group of friends. So I think a quality friend. Coffees over, over karaoke nights is what you're saying. A coffee Unless or you have an at home karaoke and you can do coffee while you karaoke. Wow. Then that's great. I feel like that would be a fire friendship. <laughs> fire um, friendship. Okay. Give us another one. So we got quality over quantity. Give me another one. Oh gosh other than like the love and the truth thing. Oh, I think having fun. Having I, fun. That sounds so simple, but um, I think that your friendship with somebody should not be compartmentalized. I don't think you should have one friend that is like your Christian friend, one friend that you have fun with, one friend that you can tell something to. Be the same with everybody. Yeah, I think that you should have a friend, a friendship, a true friendship, like a real friend, a best friend should embody like all of those things. They yeah. should be able to be the person that you have fun with, that you can tell um, what you're struggling with too, that you can have like deep conversations with, that you can also laugh 
at each other and all of the things like that's what an actual friendship is and that's when you're going to feel the most like fulfilled fulfilled, yeah yeah, through those friendships and feel god's presence um honestly i think if you can do those two things yeah i'm gonna add one i'm gonna add one this is super practical just vow to yourself that when you are having friend time that you're gonna not use your phone I'm so guilty as charged <laughs> with this, but I'm going to be better. I think the less you can be on your phone, the better that time with your friend is going to be. I know it's tempting to get out Instagram and check your notifications or your stories or whatever, but the more present you can be, mm-hmm. I think the more powerful, I had to find a P word, that friendship will be also. So friendships, they're super important. Maddie's great at them. I'm trying to be like her. We're glad that you're watching this video or listening to this podcast. We love you. Yes. We'll see you soon. Love you guys.